0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Find Your Model Health, the official podcast of Shemaine's Model Health for those looking to optimize their long-term health and weight goals. I am your host, Shemaine Linney. I am a fitness and nutrition expert, biohacker, and certified iridologist. I hope you're keeping super well this morning, and I am glad to have you back with me for another episode. This week, we are continuing on with understanding different eating styles. You may have also heard me call eating styles as eating protocols or eating templates but eating styles is an easier word for people to understand and although, although a lot of these eating styles are can are followed by the word diet. So the Mediterranean diet, the Atkins diet. Um, I do remind people that diet is just a word. It doesn't mean you're specifically chasing fat loss. Diet is the way you eat. So my diet is how I eat today. This is my diet. So um, diet is just another word for eating protocols, eating templates or eating styles. So this week, we're looking at the Atkins diet. Atkins was so, so popular for so long. Um, And then it kind of fell off the radar as the ketogenic diet crept in, even though most people don't know that Dr. Atkins was actually the leading pioneer in bringing about the ketogenic nutritional template. Um, So Atkins very much is connected to the ketogenic um, eating style but um, kind of he got lost somewhere along the way um, after Jennifer Aniston and all stopped talking about how the Atkins was amazing for them then all of a sudden we got caught up in that whirlwind of the ketogenic diet and veganism and all that. So anyway we're going to move on. So the Atkins diet is a low carb diet. And it's usually recommended for weight loss, but it has so many health benefits. Proponents of this diet claim that you can lose weight while eating as much protein and fat as you want, as long as you avoid foods high in carbs. Now, if you're a client of mine or a follower of mine, you will know that although eating a lot of protein and fats can be great for someone, eating a lot of protein and fats is also detrimental for other people. And having constant high protein days, in my opinion, is not good for anyone. It's it's important that we cycle through that for that whole AMPK and mTOR activation. Um, so, In the past 12 years or so, um, over 20 studies have shown that low carb diets without the need for calorie counting are effective for weight loss and can lead to various health improvements. And that's obviously dependent on any underlying health conditions that are present already before taking on an Atkins eating template. So the Atkins diet was originally promoted by Dr. Robert Atkins um, back in the early 1970s. And his book, his best-selling book came out in 1972. That is a long time ago, considering we are in 2020 now. And since then, the Atkins diet has been popular all over the world, um, but is kind of being overshadowed now by the ketogenic diet, I feel. Um, the diet was originally considered unhealthy because back then there wasn't as much knowledge or science around nutrition and orthomolecular nutrition and epigenetics and how what we ate affected us right down to our cellular and DNA level. So there was a lot of negativity about it and it was demonized by a lot of mainstream health mainstream health um, professionals mostly due to its high saturated fat content but as we know now with all the science that comes out that there are suggestions that saturated fat is harmless in most people but again there's that caveat that it depends on your underlying health conditions if you have a gallbladder, the quality of the saturated fats, the sources of the saturated fats, there's a lot there. And I say to my clients all the time, it's not just as simple as telling someone cut out junk food and eat whole foods. That That's old, bad advice. There's so much more involved in it. There's so many variables that are there. But anyway, um, since then the atkins diet has been studied thoroughly and there are thousands of books on the atkins diet now it's been rewrote and rewrote and rewrote again but it's been shown to be very effective for weight loss and in some instances even more so than the ketogenic diet we know that high protein diets are beneficial on many levels but again because of those mTOR pathways and connections to disease and stimulating AMPK pathways and all. It is wise to cycle these high protein days, but maybe I'll discuss that another day. But we've seen that high protein diets like the Atkins can lead to more weight loss and greater improvements in blood sugar, um, your high dense lipoproteins, which are HDL cholesterol, your Blood fats so your triglycerides and other health biomarkers um so despite being high in fat or saturated fat, it does not necessarily raise bad or low dense lipoproteins in everybody um although this can happen in some people again that there is variables. So the main reason why low carb diets are so effective for weight loss is is, it is the reduction in carbs, but it's also the changes in the insulin response, the changes in the inflammation, the hormonal changes, um, and then the increased protein intake. Protein is harder to digest. It stays longer in your gut. It keeps you satisfied for longer. We use more calories breaking down and digesting certain proteins than we do get from eating them. Um, And then like proteins can be very filling, but it also helps with muscle tissue and other tissue regeneration. And the more good healthy tissue you have, the more calories you're going to burn. Um, I think most people know that at this stage. Anyway, so when you look at the Atkins diet, it's a four-phase plan, uh, meaning it's split into four different phases. Phase one is your induction. Phase two is balancing. Phase three is your fine-tuning. And phase four is maintenance. So phase one, you're looking at... You're under 20 grams of carbs a day for two weeks. And a lot of people will be like, hey, that's kind of along the lines of the ketogenic diet. And it can be depending on the individual, whereas other individuals can still get into ketosis on 100 or 150 grams of carbs. So it does depend on the individual. But anyway, I digress a lot, as you've seen. In phase one of the Atkins diet, you're looking at being under 20 grams of carbs per day for two weeks. You eat high fat, high protein with low carb vegetables, so they would be your non-starchy veg, your leafy greens. So the aims of this phase is to kickstart weight loss. And you don't get any treat days or refeed days or anything in between here. This is a straight two weeks of this. Then when you come into phase two, you slowly start to add in more nuts. Um, And as a reminder, cashews and peanuts are not nuts, they're legumes, so they wouldn't count here. So you're adding in more nuts. You've got your low carb vegetables and small amounts of fruit starts to get added back into your diet. But the fruits, again, are going to be your low glycemic, low sugar fruits. So you're looking more at your berries. Um, Some people can get away with some kiwi as well. Small amounts of apple too. So then you move on to fine tuning. This is phase three where... At this stage, you would hope to be close to your goal weight, um, where you can add in more carbs to your diet until you see that weight loss starts to slow down. And then phase four is your maintenance phase. And here you can eat as many healthy carbs as your body can tolerate without regaining weight. Uh, We must recognize here that healthy carbs for me might be very different to healthy carbs for you. So I... A recommendation here would be to get the book so you get a more in-detailed fine-tuned plan or work with a health professional uh, that knows a lot about nutrition and all these different eating styles in this case the Atkins diet and then can individualize it based on your health biomarkers and any negatives that may arise from eating certain foods I hope that makes sense. Um, so these phases can be a bit complicated, um, but in general, most people will see the weight come off as long as they go through the phases nicely. If the weight's not going off, that may signify an underlying health condition, maybe thyroid or another autoimmune issue might be happening there, Um So foods to avoid on the Atkins, kind of obvious. I feel it's kind of the same of what you've been heard repeated all the time. You've got your sugars, that's your soft drinks, fruit juices, cakes, candy, ice cream, all that sort of stuff, grains, wheat, barley, rye, of course, uh, spelt, and rice, but rice can be individual. So for that, I would narrow it down to brown rice. Vegetable oils, no matter what kind of eating template you do, if you are chasing optimal health and lower inflammation, which of course lower inflammation does lead to more fat loss, then you should be avoiding vegetable oils altogether canola oil still blows my mind when I walk into one of the main food stores here in Airdrie and I see them selling it by the gallon and worse as I see people walking out with it and sometimes my mind is blown like do people not know anyway trans fats so that goes hand in hand with your vegetable oil so when we look at trans fats we're looking at those poor vegetable oils that have been oxidized or heated um, which breaks down the hydrogen molecules and makes them very unhealthy and poisonous for your body so usually we see trans fats are found in processed foods junk foods fast foods especially anything deep fried yeah on the label you're looking for anything that says hydrogenated that's a big no so those are your hydrogenated fats or trans fats. Um, I do have a whole list of fats that are good and bad and to be avoided in my Facebook biohacking group, so you're welcome to join that if you're not a member already. Uh, high carb vegetables are recommended to be avoided and on the Atkins diet they have listed carrots so high carb vegetables to me um, I don't know if carrots would fall in that category for a lot of people you have to be done a lot of carrots for to have a big impact on blood sugars so that's where you a health professional would help you with that or the book has um, a longer list of the best practices and foods to be avoided high carb fruits bananas i'm not a big fan of bananas in general unless it's a refeed kind of thing um apples that green apples can be an exception oranges pears grapes grapes although they can be very nutritious they are very high in sugar and they do not fall in the berries category um Tomatoes also would be in the high-carb fruits. Starches, potatoes, sweet potatoes, and then your other grains. Some other tubers as well should be avoided. Legumes, I'm not a big fan of legumes because of their inflammatory properties, but on the Atkins diet, it's advised that you avoid legumes, all lentils, beans, chickpeas, so on. Um, And then foods to eat this is a good list of foods to eat you got your meats which i know there's a lot of vegans and vegetarians out there but nobody can deny that um, animal meats are the best source of your essential amino acids and helping your body produce b12 so um, also k2 as well we get a lot of that from animal products which is very important for preventing calcification of the arteries and heart health and some other stuff anyway so meats fatty fish and seafood eggs low carb vegetables or non-starchy vegetables so this is pretty much all your green vegetables except cauliflower is an exception because it's white but it would be considered a green vegetable um full fat dairy you can eat Butter, obviously you want real butter, cheese, cream cheese, full fat yogurt, as much as your gut can tolerate it. Nuts and seeds, you've got your almonds, macadamias, walnuts, pecans, sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds, which are amazing. Again, peanuts and um, cashews are not nuts, they're legumes. And then your healthy fats, extra virgin olive oil being up at the top there, coconut, avocado oil, macadamia oil walnut oil there's a lot of good oils even lard can be good depending on its source so the, there is like it's a good eating template in my opinion it is but i do believe you need to work with someone to make sure that you're doing it right and not making your health worse rather than better if you have health issues for beverages you can drink as much water as you want but not sweet water. So you don't want those flavored sparkling waters. As much coffee as you want, obviously watch your sleep and your adrenals. Green tea, pretty much all teas, herbal teas, but not sweet teas. So not teas that have grains or added sugars or um, dried fruit in them. They would be a no. Alcohol can be fine in small amounts, but you want to stick to those lower carb um beverages um and that's pretty much it like after the induction is over you can slowly start to add in um your carbs certain carbs are better to start with at first and again um you would be working with a health professional. I think I've said that like six times now. So at this stage, you know, you probably need a bit of support if you're new to all of this. Um, chances are that you will continue to need to stay a low carb on a low carb template for life especially if you have a lot of insulin issues and you are very overweight to start with before going on the Atkins diet so although we can fix things we also remember that the body has been in a bad place before that means it's extra sensitive to going back into that bad place so it really stuff like this is a lifestyle. I know you hear it all the time but in the sense of hormonal changes and anatomy and physiology, once you go down the path, and I had a conversation with this, over this with a girl the other day, once you go down the path of feeling really gray and cleaning your act up and cleaning your body up, as soon as you fall back or fall off track and get back onto the poor food choices and the poor lifestyle, your symptoms come back 10 times worse than they were in the first place. Um, So that's something to remember. Um, And then, of course, the weight comes back and usually in double the amount. So if also if you're a vegetarian, vegans, this can work, but it can be difficult. Vegetarians, not as much because they could, not that I recommend it, but they could use soy-based foods for proteins and eat lots of nuts and seeds. They would have to take um, a good omega supplement, also a good B12 supplement. Um, you can use your olive oils, olives, coconuts, stuff like that for plant-based um, fat sources. And then those lacto-ovo vegetarians, those are vegetarians that do eat dairy. They can have cheese, butter, cream, um, eggs, of course, as fats in it too. So I hope you found this helpful and not too confusing. Um... And if you wanna know more about it, of course, you can message me. You can also get the books Um, and there's a lot of good resources online too. But the Atkins diet is something I like. Um, So I feel it can be very beneficial for a lot of people. But just be careful and watch those biomarkers. And if you see any negatives arise, you want to then reach out to a health professional for support. So as always, stay safe. Have a great week. Please do share these podcasts with anyone you feel may benefit because it helps me reach the masses and it helps us all change the world a little bit more um, by... Ways of improving health. So, thanks for listening, and we'll chat again soon. Bye bye.